I hope you enjoy this sample of great podcasting from Avery and Lena on this episode of Nani's Tune. So you uh, shake your head. It's a very obscure reference. It is. but Even when that I know the song, it was just like one word from one of the songs on one album by Fish. <laughs> yes, but it works. It works well for me. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> well, Lena alluded to it. We are looking back at the 1994 album by Fish called Hoist. I picked this one. I know. The reason why I picked it was I was just thinking back on my time in my life, and I remember the song Sample in a Jar, and I just was thinking back to where I was working way back in the 90s, or I guess early 2000s, and there was a couple of guys that played guitar. They did open mic jams and stuff, and they introduced me to Fish, and especially this song, so I was happy that it was from the 90s. Did you know any other songs? Am I getting ahead of myself here? No, I didn't. And I didn't even know what album this was from. So I had to look it up before. To find the album you wanted to do that had this song? I've done that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What what was your initial thought when I picked it? I don't know anything about them, really. Like, nothing. They've been around and there's, like, stuff in my head, but no actual facts. Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, they've always kind of been around. I didn't think I knew anything from them, but I do did know Sample in a Jar, and I have no idea from where. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know you when you worked at that bar, and I... So. Yes, you did. Uh, I Because rem- it was in Halifax. It was when I worked at the Lord oh, Nelson Hotel. Oh, so. I was thinking it was before we met that bar. No, okay. no. So maybe you played it or something? Maybe. I don't know, but I maybe I heard this band? I don't know. I knew that song, and I was surprised. I thought maybe it was on a TV show or something, but I couldn't find any. Well, I've definitely probably played it around the house before. Oh, so that might be where I knew it from. Because I do enjoy the song. And Down With Disease, I may have heard that one. Or I just heard the album a couple of times, and then after a while knew that one first and thought that I knew it from before. (laughs) Yeah. So what were your thoughts on the listening after the first couple times? I had my thoughts changed, but initially okay. very bored. Oh. Like kind of boring. But then I began and I I couldn't remember anything from it. And then upon listening, I was singing songs, even if I didn't know the name. And then listening to the whole thing again just now, some songs are boring. <laughs> I found some songs boring. It ends very boring. I, I would agree. I, I thought the last song on it was kind of... It's like 10 minutes and 54 seconds long. <laughs> well, I I think that's what fish are. I think that is that is a special charm sometimes about 90s albums, too. That okay. they might throw some stuff on the end yeah. there. And I will give you that. I pictured like this would be at a nice, chill, mellow party. This would be great background music. Yeah. I feel like going to see them would be an amazing experience. And that's what they're known for is their fans just traveling to see them and following them around and festivals and stuff. So I could appreciate that. I could appreciate how great the music was, the instrumentals specifically, Uh like like what good musicians they were. I could see it playing in the background of something, but not really. It fit when we played disc golf and I would 
and you were playing it. <laughs> and it was here and there because I would walk away from you who had the speaker and then come back and yeah. But yeah, what about you? What was your initial thought? I wasn't sure. I was expecting that 90s jam band kind of sound Which to they it. They are. And it didn't disappoint. I rather enjoyed this whole album. There were a couple like slower spots, like mellow spots. Yeah. But overall, I just thought it was a great album. I really enjoyed it. Right from the beginning, like like there was a large variety of different music on this album. Yes. That's something that I really enjoyed on it. Yeah, I could see that. And I could appreciate how good they were. And some songs sound at 90s, but yeah. most songs just sound at totally original. Like, well, they are, but like totally like nothing else except for Fish. Maybe like, yeah. well, no, I say that. Some songs I'm like, that. I know another song that this reminds me of, but Thinking yeah. Fish is the original like song. Yeah, I, I I feel the same way almost. Like there was spots on it, like oh, that reminded me of some Frank Zappa, or that reminded me of like um. Yes, I, I can't. You said Frank Zappa. There's one song, and I've been trying to think all week who what this song reminded me of, and I can't think of the Frank Zappa song, which you play Frank Zappa here and there, and I hear him, and he did come up a lot in the research as kind of okay. like an influencer. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, I didn't, but yeah, there's uh, one song and it is. And then like, I got this like mighty, mighty boss tones feel from the song and just like with the trumpets and the horns and stuff. Like There was one song and you need to help me out, Dave. It's the like bluegrass one. Oh, um, uh, Scent of a Mule. mule yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know all the words or even if I'm singing them right, but this is a song you listen to and goes, piss me off. You fucking jerk. Oh, the I, rodeo song? I guess. I don't know. But it reminded <laughs> me a lot of that. I don't even know if those are the right lyrics to that song. But Here comes Johnny with his pecker in his hand. Yes. <laughs> it reminded me a lot of that. Yes, that is definitely the rodeo song. I think it's Wolfman's brother that might remind me of a Frank Zappa song. It could be. I, I just felt like they definitely have their influences and you can hear some of those influences on the album yes and i mean i tried to keep up who was in the band who left when they had some uh, two hiatuses hiati (laughs) people kept coming and going they had guest spots but there's one amazing guest spot on this oh yeah oh yeah well if it's (laughs) riker's mailbox yes yes (laughs) i mean i do you want to explain to me? No, you can't. Um, You're a big Star Trek fan. <laughs> Jonathan Frakes yeah. from Star Trek plays trombone on this. I really thought this was just people playing rubber chickens. It's about <laughs> seconds long. I don't know. I wrote down 27 with a something Yeah, like it's that. not a long song. I really thought it was rubber chickens. I was surprised to see they were instrumental. <laughs> yeah, it was. I found it like weird. It was all over the place, but that's. The whole album almost. Yeah, I liked that in the middle of it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it wasn't too long. That it was just this like hilarious second long song thrown in there. And I wonder if this is something we'll see more in more albums that we listen to. Because I think back to the Beastie Boys album and there were some like touches of that. Like that shortness and just putting something like that on the album. And I'm not saying like it sounded like the Beastie Boys, but it's just no. like, hey, let's experiment with this and put it on the album. Yeah. yeah. 
but they've never they've never played Riker's mailbox in a live concert. Because it is rather chickens and they don't want people. (laughs) I did read, and I could see this, that Rolling Stone wrote in 1998, or whoever wrote for Rolling Stone, that it's the most important band of the 90s. I don't know if I agree, but I can see their influence. Yeah, I I could understand where that... I'd like to see the rest of that list. Um, or like who's in the top ten. Yeah. I mean, a couple of things. A lot of people have said they've inspired them. Like Adam Levine and people from Incubus okay. and Radiohead. Yeah. Some not. Yeah. Um, they inspire Bonnaroo. Festival's kind of their thing. So, you know, I could okay. see. I could see that. I mean, and they're just known for touring and touring and playing and playing. Yeah. And live DVDs and. Oh yeah, Five I think this ones. the they are tied. Tell me for second place for playing the um, most amount of concerts at Madison Square Garden. Huh. Since 1994, they played 72 times. Do you know who they're tied with? I'm gonna say like Garth Brooks or something. Elton John. Oh. Do you know who's number one? Think New York. I'm thinking, and all I can think of is the Ramones. Billy Joel. Oh, I didn't know Billy Joel was from New York. I think so, and he writes, he has like New York State of Mind. Oh, okay. He writes that song or something like that. I might be mixing that up with a Alicia Keys song, or it might be a remake, but yeah. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah. 72 times since 94. I don't know how many times Billy Joel played. I didn't look that up. 73 at least. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Alison Cross was on that, who's a pretty... You might not know her name, but she's a lot in like country or like folksy country kind of. Okay. Um, she has her own career, but she's often collaborating. And so, what would you say the highlights are for you on this album? The highlights in terms of what songs? Yeah. Um, I want to say "Sample in a Jar." Okay. And although I kind of like, if I could, it was just a nice, really, a really nice sounding song, and I think that's the one Alison okay. Cross is on. Yeah, and then, it was a very mellow song. I don't know, and that bluegrass one that I mentioned, um, I'm, I'm flipping my mule? book. Yeah, that was amazing. the The playing on that, like the instruments on that, yeah. were actually the instrumentation on all of it was good. But I'd say those three kind of stood up for me. What about you? Stood out for me. Um, obviously, sample in the jar because that I, that's my personal favorite off this album, Julius. Yeah. Right off the bat, right I thought that was a great song as well. Nothing like starting off with an assass- yeah. assassination song. <laughs> it was based on the assassination of Caesar. And and I think Scent of a Mule, too. Like I, I like that banjo-y, yeah. bluegrass. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which I guess, think back to 1994. Nowadays, yeah. that's not so out there. Especially uh-huh. think like Mumford and Sons and that kind of genre. Yeah, yeah. But... 1994, that's pretty amazing. I also kind of liked Life Boy. It sounded like it's... Like another mellow God never song. listens to a word I say is how I wrote that song down, so I'd remember okay. it. It's very 90s feel, too. Like I said, I found it could get boring, but I think I think it would actually be a great background to a nice mellow party okay. and just like set that mood... It's not something I'm going to put on and clean to. Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh, scent of a mule. 
I'll listen to Sample in a Jar now. I think I'll listen to the whole album again. I really enjoyed it, and it's been one of the more enjoyable albums that we've done that I've found, found so far. I think for you, I could picture you putting on your headphones, listening to this while you're out there, smoking some meat, <laughs> hanging in the hammock. Yeah. Has that kind of vibe, too. Definitely relaxing. Yeah, but I think I'll end up listening to a couple of songs, but I don't see me listening to the whole CD again, unless I'm trying to find one song or something that I can't, I could never remember the names as I looked at them, like, I don't know that, I don't know that, but then I was singing it by the end, so. Maybe something that really caught me was, like, all the catchy bass lines on the album. Yeah. I found that. Pretty funky, too. Like, psychedelic funk. You couldn't really pinpoint what you would call them. Okay. I, I don't think. like I'm, I'm just going with jam band. Yeah. Because I used to really like open mic jams. Yes. Uh, we'd go to them when we were yeah. together. But when the first pub I ever worked in, there was an open mic jam. I think it was like every Monday. And I'd work that. And I'd really enjoy it, like just watching all the people come and go. Because you never know who was going to come up. Like there was always the host. But, you know, sometimes it'd be a bagpiper come in or somebody be bringing a banjo in or you never know somebody would have a harmonica so it's just like all this and watching that fantastic way to see this music yes. to hear, enjoy this music which brings me up to my canadian connection you okay. talk about a jam uh-huh. do you know who jammed with them back in 1999 no while shooting me myself and irene in vermont Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey, our old yeah. Canadian boy at a jam session with them. Or a private concert. We're not really sure. There's no video of it. Oddly enough, it seems like they have so many live DVDs and stuff. But that is, that is my Canadian connection. I had a different Canadian connection. It took me forever to find one. But Paul Fox was the person who produced this album. Oh, Paul Fox. You may remember his work with Motley Crue. Tommy Lee was in Molly Crichton, <laughs> who was married to Pamela Anderson. I like it. I like it. <laughs> I think Pamela Anderson, if you're listening, hey girl, hey, um, <laughs> you're going to often come up as our Canadian connection, I think, by yeah. being married to Tommy Lee. Although there could be a Kid Rock connection. Who knows? <laughs> who knows uh, at some point? It's not going to be as fun. I think this is, what, the fifth time we've had to go to the Pam Anderson connection? You had to. I did not. All together with both of us. But we get there in different ways. Yes, that's true. That's true. Not too many facts about this. It it only peaked at number 34 in the Billboard Top 200 album charts. Okay. Yeah, they're not known for mainstream stuff. I will give them that. And that's kind of their charm, isn't it? Yeah. But like I didn't see how many Canadian albums it sold. I didn't really dig into too much about it because we're recording this a day earlier than we usually do. So I didn't dig in too much, but I found out the name of the horse on the uh, CD. Uh huh. Her name is Maggie. She was owned by a friend of them. I, I saw that. <laughs> yes. It's their fifth studio album. That's about all I wrote down. I looked up their history and stuff too, but just seemed like a rotating they met at university and just like it wasn't an overly it was just long they 
one guy heard the other guy play drums in their dorm. And I could tell you their names, but I forget now. And then they formed a band and they put out a lawn ad. And then one guy got suspended. So he went home and started writing songs with his friend. And then Fish formed. And they did, like, they did a couple of concerts. And then kind of they really formed after he collaborated with the other songwriter. But, yeah. Okay. But uh, in terms of, yeah, like, you're going charts and stuff. They don't chart. But I think they have this incredibly large cult following. Yes. And I can't say I want they're bore it was I can't I don't really want to go away with it was boring, but just I need to find the right time to listen to it in the right setting and maybe okay. live if they came, I'd be like, Yeah, I'd really like to see them live. I definitely would love to see them live. So, um that's all pretty much that I have to say about this album. It was just fun. I really enjoyed it. You obviously hate everything that I think. No, I didn't hate it. I just I wanna see them live, I think. Maybe yeah. watching them in concert okay. is the way to go. I'm now more exposed and more open to them. Okay. So shall we talk about next week's album? Yes, we have a collabor we have a like thought collaboration on why we should do this album. We <laughs> just both agreed we needed to do this album. It's not a choice from one of us. Do you want to introduce it? Well, with the new movie Barbie Girl coming out, we decided to go with Aqua. Aquarium yes. from nineteen ninety seven. Yes, and, you know, we're not, I don't think I'm a big Barbie fan, and I don't know if I'll go see the movie, but, you know, a little bit of, I do like the song, so. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll talk well, about the entire CD instead of just doing this on 90s tune. Speaking of 90s tune, listen this Friday when we are doing Cotton Eye Joe. By the Rednecks. Redneck, yeah. Red, by Rednecks. Yeah, yeah, so tune in Friday for that. Thanks for listening.